Hello and welcome to the Stories with Sash podcast. You join us for the 10th edition of the podcast, where obviously we discuss all things motoring related and other bits and pieces too. Now, unfortunately, what's happened with this particular edition is that we had some technical difficulties, which meant that my voice was hideously out of sync with both Rob and Mike's. So what that's meant is that I've had to really cut the podcast down quite substantially as it just wasn't very good at all due to the lack of coherency in our voices. So I've just kept the last segment, which is on iconic cars. The first part was on motorways, which doesn't sound thrilling, but it was actually quite a funny conversation, which is a shame and it's sad to lose that. But um, I hope you enjoy it anyway. And maybe it might give you a bit of a break and a bit of a bite-sized chunk podcast for a change. So thank you for listening and enjoy. <laughs> Rob, go Shut up. Um, <laughs> at this point, I'm, I'm cutting over our favourite service station um, and toilets with his fucking self-cleaning you know, seats. Like quite, quite a lot of time on the, uh, on the motorways when actually we've got something interesting to talk about. <laughs> 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 yeah, please chop some of this down, Sash. <laughs> May, maybe I should have done this point first. Um, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Most iconic on, car Mercedes. brand No, ever, you're wrong. Right? It is. It's Mercedes. Well, define... <clears throat> how, how is that the most iconic? You have to define... We need to talk about... We need to talk about what makes a car brand iconic or a car iconic, who, first of all, don't we? But Rob, who use Mercedes as your the example. first motorised car? There you go. Mercedes. Yeah, but that doesn't yeah. That doesn't make them necessarily what car the most does Everybody iconic, in though? the world always aspire to own as Mercedes. No, they don't. Right minded people. I mean that's, I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's kind of a fair point actually. I mean not everyone aspires to own, but Mercedes has always been seen within society. Oh as, yeah, don't you know don't, don't mistake what I'm saying. Well. I'm not saying it's not an iconic car, but is it the most iconic car? Because, yeah, Mercedes well, is, is iconic, like you said. This, this, this is you know, why they're having huge that they make all these different cars. Everyone, is, everyone aspires to... Trucks. Yeah, fans. everyone aspires to have them. They've got the racing team. They've got all these... New, they're always... They tend to be known as the company that, you know, pushes a lot of things, or at least they traditionally did, pushes a lot of sort of new technology in their cars. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. make them the most iconic. Okay, so, right. That's probably a good opportunity for us to work out what it is that makes a car brand iconic. I think what makes a car brand iconic um, is something that has not necessarily something that's revolutionised motoring a little bit. I so don't... what I mean by that, yeah, okay, sorry, that carry on. Some... No, but but just hear me out. Like something that you know you think they they pioneered maybe certain elements of technology that we took for granted and something that um, everyone, something that is iconic, I I think people should be able to recognise within the car community. They, I don't know, I think no people are going to have different opinions on obviously what is iconic, but something that, you know, I think brings something to the masses and something that's changed something for motoring, I think is is pretty pretty iconic, you know. I, I I would say, but there's there's loads of things. I mean, I think it's difficult to really pinpoint it. I don't know what whether you. Yeah, no, I agree. That's that's the thing. Like. It's not necessarily, you know, the best car on the market. If there's just 
loads of cars, that then pretty much by default becomes an iconic car. Because if, it, if they're just everywhere, you know, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I'm thinking in my head, Toyota. They're just everywhere. And that is an iconic brand for mm. many different reasons, but also because mm. they're just everywhere. Like, so that is sort of an icon. If, mm. you, if you're just looking mm. for, and I mean, I guess that was sort of their, or one of their principles when they were becoming sort of larger and, and into the market in different parts of the world outside of Japan, was they were going for that cheap, economical, small car that everyone could have and therefore became an icon because everyone could afford mm-hmm. them and have them. Whereas, like you said, the Mercedes, yeah, people might aspire mm-hmm. to have a Mercedes, but they're driving a Toyota. Mm. It's it's interesting. It, it, it is really interesting. Um, I do you know what I'm at the moment? I'm just thinking through. I don't really have much time to really think this one through. But you know, I think Top Gear did a thing a few good few years ago now about. Did they did they call it the most iconic car? But they, funny enough, they actually mentioned that. I think it was mm-hmm. Lancia was the most iconic car brand ever because they did transform the world of rallying. They took the world of rallying by storm. They were the first to do a lot of things. Actually, you know, they were the first car manufacturer in the world to turbocharge mm-hmm. and yeah. supercharge an engine on the same engine. I think they were the first car in the world to mass produce a six-cylinder car, if I'm correct in saying that. I think they're also the first one to properly um, mainstream manufacture the five-speed gearbox. So they did quite a lot of significant things, but nobody ever really remembers Lancia because they're yeah. not here today with us. So, it, But I'm not saying that is the most iconic car brand. I'm just saying that's what yeah, they're... That, that was sort of my point with Rob saying that Mercedes um, uh, sort of invented the first motor vehicle was, yeah, historically, that is an iconic moment. Obviously, it's the most iconic moment in, in cars, probably. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're the most iconic brand now. You know? Oh, I'm thinking, the thing is, like, okay, everybody, everybody mm-hmm. knows what a Ferrari is. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to talk about the most, the most iconic yeah. Italian brand... Everybody knows Ferrari, and there's no way that anyone's going to try and argue that Fiat mm-hmm. is Fiat or Lancia or Lamborghini or any of these other car brands hold a candle to Ferrari. As if you're buying an Italian car, it's a Ferrari, yeah. Uh, and agreed, and agreed. I think that's, I have that, to agree with that's that. almost that's probably the best example of that. But I think also for German Germany, that's the same for like them with Mercedes, almost. Although they have a lot of. But then, you know, you have to sort of go down the same route if you're talking about the German side of people like Audi, who, again, just what you touched on there with, with, uh, with Lancia, they sort of, you know, transformed the rally world as well and, and still use that technology and push it today in all their cars and all their sort of rally heritage with, with the RS models. They they really pioneered that kind of stuff. Again, not not the or anything, but definitely made it mm-hmm. a serious, like they really sort of perfected it at the time. There's like, but I think I think there's like, there's like two countries, mm-hmm. like like a like per country, you've got like a t like an a a a brand and b brands like uh, car brands for that com- country. And in in Itali- Italy's case, it's mm. only really Ferrari that's in the a band. For Germany, it's probably Mercedes and Mercedes because of its sort of like it's a it's a luxury brand, but it also is it's got a big you know footprint of what it makes. Mm. Um, and then 
from the other side of that is probably Volkswagen, just in terms of like the amount of business presence they have. And, and that's what I was going to say. It's sort of Volkswagen was was going to be my, you know, possibly my my answer for the most iconic iconic car brand would really? be VW. Yeah, I mean they're, they're iconic. Like you said, they, they've got all the history behind them as well. Oh, yeah. And I mean, these I, mean, days, I, I like are we, are we counting them? You know, people like uh, Audi, for example, are part of the VW group. Are yeah. we counting that as part of VW being iconic? Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily. Inc- well, I mean, you, you could use that as a justification, but I wouldn't necessarily bring. You know, just because VW is no, iconic no, doesn't mean that is, Audi's yeah, iconic. Yeah, because they Audi own, is iconic. Does that own, mean yeah. exactly? Yeah, yeah. If they own loads of iconic brands, does that then make them I mean, no, as a larger brand iconic? I mean, I, do you know what? I, I, I have to admit, I failed to even consider BW. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, um, uh, which, which sounds bad. Uh, but I kind of see where you're coming from. I mean, they are pathologically dark. They're a beer moth of you know, an organisation. If you think are. of like a car or motoring manufacturers, they own everything. They own companies that make trucks, motorbikes performance cars they own bugatti also makes the fastest car in the world mm-hmm. and then they have all of their like other smaller brands that just make cars do so you think about in terms of like business success as a motoring manufacturer they probably whereas toyota pretty only pretty much only make cars and then they have a whole other weird sort of technology division but like in terms of road going vehicles volkswagen is probably i would say one of the most successful in terms of doing that and making something for every market. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to yeah. disagree with that. Point. The brand is disagree with it. Well, the VW brand is iconic. If you show pretty much yeah, anyone in the world the VW, you know, symbol, badge. they're gonna yeah. know what that is. Same as Mercedes. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna think of you know hippies in the sixties smoking weed with what the do you think of when you see about iconic and yeah, so on. Name okay, this this may be a Dictators. bit of a difficult one for our <laughs> for sort of all of us guys. But name a iconic Mercedes vehicle that everyone w- would know. If you just showed them a picture of it, would they know? If you just you know chucked up does it have, the most, does it have a does it have a badge on the front? What if you? No, I was going to say if you took the badge off because that's when you know something is well recognized. Yeah, or even the silhouette. Cover up yeah, the if you just showed them a silhouette, well, of the vehicle, but if you, you took you know the split screen camper van and you showed most people that van, they'd recognize it. Yeah. Or the Beetle, exactly. Yeah, yeah. or the Beetle, Beetle is yeah, probably a, a much, much better yeah. point there. Whereas a Mercedes, I think, yeah, depending um, on the one you show, but people might be able to say, you know, they might even be able to say it's Mercedes, but they wouldn't know what Mercedes it is. That's a good point. That's a great did point. People, you ruined what, my did, point, really. What they, that is, that is a, absolutely destroyed it. That, that is a really good point, actually. I mean, did Mercedes have a hero car? Like, you know, like a car that. I think they did actually, and I can't remember what it is. Because basically, every, most car manufacturers, and I don't know the whole history behind them, but have gone through financial difficulties in the past, and there has been a model that has saved them, right? So, for instance, um, take this one, mm-hmm. for example Porsche, right? 
Porsche is iconic, I would say. I wouldn't say the most iconic brand, but everyone recognises, I would say, most people yeah, recognise yeah. the shape of a 911, you know. People would know that's a Porsche 911. But Porsche did have their fair share of financial difficulties in the past, particularly before they were owned by VW. And it actually, it was the Porsche Boxster that apparently mm. saved the company because the Porsche Boxster was like the affordable man's Porsche. Right. And they sold so many of them. And then shortly after that, yeah. the Porsche Cayman, which is the not not no Cayenne, sorry, not Cayman. The, yeah, the Cayenne, the four by four thing that really saved Porsche. The SUV mm. saved Porsche as well. So it was a combination of both them two cars that just made it appeal to the mass market more. I think VW were quite clever in what they did there um, to do that. But. Again, I don't know. I would say Porsche is iconic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the thing. Well. The 911, again, is another but car. Is that exactly like is, you said? Chuck a silhouette of a 911 up. People will say, that's Porsche. That's a Porsche. I suppose the th- thing is, like, cars and, I suppose, the brands become icons for specific things. Like like you said, that Mercedes has become, like, an icon for, well, probably middle management, actually. Um <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing well for himself and he's bought himself something that's kind of a little bit understated, but quite nice to be in. And he thinks he's he thinks he's he's Johnny, whatever. Whereas a Porsche is like you're a stockbroker. Yeah. You've got to bought yourself a Porsche or, you know, you, you, you're a you, you know, you're a hot shot. You, it's, a Porsche is the wheels of somebody who thinks they're a hot shot, basically. Um, well, I would uh, you feel free mm. to disagree. I'm just kind of mm. making statements. No, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. like you said about like Volkswagen and like the, you know, the, the I... camper vans being the icon of the hippie revolution in the '60s, um, as opposed to you know cheap, affordable uh, cars for national socialists in Germany in the '30s. It, you know, and again, the Beetle is like you said, the Beetle is the car that made mm. Volkswagen. Um, and then you know, there's there's mm. lots of different like, and then Ferrari that like we brought up Ferrari a minute ago. Ferrari, you are thinking, you know retired businessman who goes to the golf course yeah i mean do you know what this is actually a really different question because i think it it... i was gonna say i've got another one which we i don't know i don't know well you may you probably definitely have considered it sash as of recently but think down the more british route you know land rover that's a seriously iconic seriously iconic brand the irony of that is that land rovers were based on a willy's jeep yeah which is jeep which is obviously an American well, brand. Hmm. Well, it's not its owned by Fiat, but... I was also but then going to, as part of Land Rover, raise the point yeah. of just because something's iconic doesn't necessarily mean it's good. <laughs> not, not, saying, not saying Land Rovers are bad. No. I was thinking more down the... Um, and again, not saying they're bad, but you know they're very, very iconic, but they're not necessarily the best car on the market down the Jaguar route. No, and I don't... Jaguars and, are iconic, but... And, like, what do you think, yeah? They're like British icons as well, specifically, especially the Land Rover, Land Rover Defender. Yeah, that is an icon of being a farmer. No, I. Mm. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, what I'm trying to think of is, and this is where I'm having a difficulty, is that I could think of probably a good couple of brands that would be iconic mm. to people in Britain, right? But I'm trying to think worldwide. I'm trying to think if you put and Mike, you know, you raise a good point. If you were to show a picture of a car you would like to think that something that is iconic, somebody would be able to recognise in pretty much all, you know, if they've seen a car, all sides of the, all corners of the earth, right? Because um, I was thinking, potentially, and I may stick with this as an answer, but I think Ford, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because Ford, if you think about it, you think of the Mustang, for example. I know this is quite, you know, specifically to the United States, but even in Britain as well, you know, I'm pretty pretty sure that most people would be able to tell you that that's a Ford Mustang. Yeah. You know, especially yeah, depends, one of the old. Really depends where you right? are. You but know, Ford is Ford reckon- is like the thing is again Ford I is mean- very clever as a business because they make cars specifically for the region where they are. Mm-hmm. So obviously American American Fords are huge, great lumbering behemoth vehicles, and then obviously the European market you don't get that at all. They're all completely different. That's a completely different brand in Europe in terms of its offerings. Um, and then it, what's really mm. strange is to because here we have both when you're talking about Ford specifically, you have Fords that were built for the European market and then Fords that were built for the American market. And they are chalk and cheese. There aren't any common parts between any of them. Mm. And it's, it's literally might as well be two different cars, two different car marks, because like most, most cars will share some parts, Mm -hmm. you know, of similar generations, but those Fords are not even remotely related but they but both a carry brand. a Ford yeah. badge. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. As, as a brand, that, that really raises the brand mark because it's accessibility for everyone. You know. Yeah, exactly. There is a point in every part of the market mm. that people can have that vehicle. Yep. Yep. I think in terms of mm. yeah, um, mm. icons, I mean, obviously, again, with the historical factor, Ford is you know, well, well up there. Way, 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 way. Of course. And, and a lot of people who don't know too much about cars but still know enough would associate one of the first mainstream yeah, yeah, cars yeah. to be the Ford yeah. Model mm. T. You know, so they would not a lot of people know about the fact that Mercedes were actually the first car manufacturer to sort of, yeah, manufacture but that, again, a car. Comes a back to the exact Ford, same thing of right, generally the Ford speaking. Model T was so famous and so well known and iconic because it was made to be cheap and accessible. Hmm. 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 That's that's true. You open a can of worms. This is this is actually really difficult. I'm not going to claim. I I have, and um, I'm not going to claim. I mean, I think in some respects it's easy to discount the brands that you think are definitely not iconic, sort of globally. So, for instance, as much as I'd love to say that they are, Saab is definitely not iconic globally, right? You know. Uh, and it's a shame. I'd love to back them up, but I have no. Apart from their cup holders, I mean, they're pretty iconic. But um, you know, uh, and the night panel button. But uh, I, you know, Saab isn't. You know, could one argue though on that subject? Again, maybe not worldwide. Like Volvo, because think of the estate car. You know, a lot of people. If you saw a box, not estate, thing. Again, for icons, Volvo, their their iconic stuff is more down, as you were saying, with like uh, developing technology and things for Mercedes. You know, Volvo is renowned and iconic for their safety. Right, that's they're probably known mm. around the world for that reason. Yeah, that's 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 true. So I, I think to be honest with you, it sounds like it might be very difficult to become to to pick a well have a unanimous decision on this. I I'm still thinking oh, oh, VW is a good one. It is a good one. I think but we've also glossed over. I think what, what um, Mike said about Toyota is kind of is is very important as well. Because think about some of the yeah. most produced yeah, that's, cars; that's... they're everywhere. Toyota. I mean, this is a, and this mm. is a weird thing as well because in the UK and Europe, Toyota isn't actually that popular, but everywhere they're else not, they're the not world, they're not as popular as like Audi or Volkswagen or not... Mercedes or no, Ford. but you do see them. The Ford Fiesta, pretty much everywhere still. Occasionally, 
Yeah, no, you, you, you do. And don't forget, what was the car that, um, what's the best-selling car Toyota ever made? Corolla. It is the Toyota Corolla. You know, I've just actually quickly Googled that as well. 44.1 well, I mean, yeah, sold. but the Toyota Corolla comes in so many different variations, which is, again, that comes down to the point of can you get that car to different points in the market? They've just done that with a single car as opposed to a single mm. brand. You know, the Corolla comes in just a ridiculous well, amount of this, this, shapes and sizes and costs and all the rest of it. That wow. is that is true. But I'm just 44. looking at this list, actually, right? So in first, 44 million. Second place is the Ford F-Series pickup truck. And again, that sort of goes what you just said, Mike, because they came in quite a different lot of uh, shapes and sizes and forms and cab models and so on. Third place, which I didn't realise, is, is it? the makes VW sense. Golf. Yeah, I mean, that does make sense. I was going to say. 33 wow. million sold today. Fourth That's place, sense. the Honda Civic, 24 million. And fifth place, <laughs> I can't believe this, the VW <laughs> Passat. That actually makes sense as well. Yeah. VW Passat. Yeah. 23 million sold. So if you were to go on numbers alone, based on that list, VW was in those the two top. Together. For, uh, well, top, they had two cars. Put those two together. Yeah. You know. Wow. Messerschmitt yeah. made a car. Yeah. Sorry, I'm on a completely uh, different list. They did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 that you, is now a you're fantastic badge that the Ford... have. That is brilliant. It's like an evil eagle. Yeah. Sorry, completely. And it doesn't have a wheel, it has a yoke. Mm, if you true. want a jet fighter for the road sash, you don't want a Saab, you want a Messerschmitt. It doesn't have a wheel. Yes, I mean, they have only. It only has. But it only has like three steering wheels, wheels. Isn't it? Has, or a it has wheel a yoke in it, rather than a steering wheel. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, iconic. The most iconic brand. Right, there we I, go. We found it. Mike, what we need to do is yes. we, need to, we need to take Sash out on the lash. And when he's passed out, we're going to take the steering wheel off his Saab and replace it with like a yoke from a set. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to find parking so inconvenient. But he'll have a jet fighter for the road there, yes. won't he? Yes, sir. Or better still, just a joystick. Take it off and just put like, oh, a, like that, a... Yeah, just took a joystick down. <laughs> Two joysticks. Like a, just, no, no, just like a, a, a wrench or something <laughs> on the steering column. It just got a joystick now. <laughs> you guys are very funny. And do not do that. That's all I'm... That's, that's all I'm yeah, I'm not going to say. But actually, just sorry, quickly going down this list, in sixth place is actually the VW Beetle, first gen, 21.5 million. Um, Ford Escort, 20 million in eighth and seventh place. Eighth place, Ford Fiesta slash um, Vauxhall Corsa, they're about the same at 18 million. Ninth place, Ford Model T. And tenth place, mm. BMW 3 Series, 14.6 million. So it's clear to see on that list that the most in the top 10 VW feature two twice ford feature twice mm-hmm. no sorry vw feature three times ford feature twice so if you're going to go on that basis i think that kind of we both we've all mentioned like mike you've mentioned Toyota, rob you've meant um nvw i've mentioned ford and these are cars that you see these are obviously sold in the greatest numbers so if you were going to go on that basis alone that kind of makes them iconic in that sense because for them to be um, you know, for them to be that popular, obviously people are, you know, gonna they obviously see the the good in them. So I don't know. I'm gonna go. I think we're not gonna really answer this question. I'm gonna just go out on a limb and just say I personally think Ford. I think that's a fair answer. Probably, yeah. 
the most iconic worldwide. I, I VW would be a very close second at, with the way I'm thinking at the moment. But I think Ford. Uh, if I had to put a, a, a you know a brand on it now, Ford for me. What about um, you guys? I know there's yeah. obviously complexity. I do think it, Ford's a really good answer. One. But I would I would stick with VW for me as the most iconic. Where do you get your list yeah. from, by the way? So I'm just trying to find these. Um... Um, I just typed in the most iconic car brand, but if you go on something called thejournal.ie, it's got the five most popular cars of all time. Come on, Rob, what's your answer? What's, what's your most iconic car, um, car brand? Car brand? See, I th- I'm, I'm, I've, I've been kind of swayed by your logic here. That, that, that I wasn't going to say Volkswagen because I, I didn't actually, the, the, probably didn't think it through. But like the, what you just said there about having some of the most, like three out of the available ten positions in best-selling cars ever, I think kind of like okay, yeah, Toyota's got the Corolla, but it hasn't got anything else on that list. I will say though. Going back to the mm. point of, you know, mm. if you showed someone a silhouette of the car, would they recognise it? The Passat is definitely not on that list. If you showed someone a silhouette of a Passat, it's just every other car. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that, that, is, that iconic, is true. Though. I mean, fair enough. It is, yeah. Be, yeah. I would say the Golf. I think most people would be able to picture that being the that is a, the Golf. In the same way you were saying about Volvo, um, is, Volvo is the estate car. That like the, the estate car is the icon for Volvo. Yeah. The Golf, other than like the behind your camper van and the the Beetle, the Golf is the icon is is the icon for a hatchback. Mm. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, so you would say VW as well, Rob, yeah, based on that logic. <laughs> so I've been outvoted. So really. What it comes down to, we have concluded as a, as a as a group, really, that kind of based on sheer volume alone, and if you consider it on a worldwide scale, probably VW being the most iconic. If you disagree with it, please yeah. feel free to <laughs> contact Mike. All the complaints have to now go through me. Is that how it is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His Instagram handle is Mike95, uh, I think. Uh, I might have to double check that. I'll also post his. Um, I'll post his, um, his address later. And, and really send a mail as well. Yeah, so you, you're going to get inundated with a load of one listener. But I think that's a good time to end this podcast, chaps. Thank you very much for joining me again. Um, and thank you to the only listener on the line uh, for tuning in, if you are still here um, <laughs> after the motorway conversation. Um, please join us again next week for more motoring-related topics. I'm going to propose that maybe you guys come up with a couple, have a good think about coming up with a couple of ideas that we can talk about. Or if anyone is listening and does want to feed in their ideas, um, please feel free to actually send it to me uh, rather than Mike. So anything of importance to Sash, anything of non-importance to me. <laughs> yes. Um, and, um, yeah, and we'll, we'll continue to, to, uh, to, to carry on. And by the time you this will be out, I hope that if you're in the UK, you have tuned into the Top Gear episode, which is airing tonight as we record it. And um, 
yes, I just want to say thank you, chaps, for joining me again, and uh, we'll speak again soon. I'll dump. Thank you.